Are you looking to expand your musical horizons in a massive way? If so, you need to check out Thoughts and Experiments with Solo Piano, the first ever course from the 15-time Grammy-nominated pianist Fred Hirsch. Described by Vanity Fair as the most arrestingly innovative pianist in jazz over the past decades. Equal parts Zen master, psychologist, and old school piano teacher Taskmaster, Fred Hirsch brings 45 years of experience as a master jazz pianist and composer to bear in his teachings. Fred focuses you on the underlying process of music making, regardless of the level of music information you have at your command all in the service of helping you become a better solo pianist and a more creative and emphatic jazz musician. And as Fred says, love the music and it will love you back. So check out Thoughts and Experiments with Solo Piano from Fred Hirsch, available now exclusively at openstudiojazz.com. Now let's get into today's show. Hey, Peter. Hey, Adam. You know what time it is? It's time for the Cade. Which which Cade is that? You know. Kincaid? Kincaid. Cavill, 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 Cavill. Cavill, Cavill, Cavill. Cade of Crappy Comments. I'm Adam Ennis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Music advice, analysis, and a little bit of controversy, perhaps, <laughs> perhaps. coming at you because it's Monday. It is Monday, it's so Monday. it's time for the comments. You know, we like to just uh, we like to comment on our own comments. Here. Yes, we like to uh, we like to dig ourselves a little bit. And you know, actually, Adam, we were just talking before this, and we had some positive things pulled up. And then I refresh my page, and we actually have a new comment that just came in 14 minutes ago that pulls me back. I'm like Robert De Niro oh, or, yeah. or whoever that was, you know, Al Pacino. I was out and then they pulled me back in. Oh, I see what it is. I see what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be fun. We're going to get to that. It's going to be yeah. great. Yeah. So we just recorded uh, a new listening episode of the podcast. It'll be premiering on premiering on Thursday uh, called our seven favorite 90s albums. It's mostly uh, Fresh Prince, uh, Dr. Dre. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nas. Crash Test Dummies. Yeah. Nirvana. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you know, <laughs> we'll stick around and check that out. But you know, on Mondays we like to go through all, all the comments on our podcasts and all our YouTube. You can't videos. keep a straight face, can you? Well, <laughs> I, can, I can barely. But uh, because there's like a lot of entertaining stuff that it we is. get back yeah. from you all. So also, if you have any questions or comments, you can leave it in the comment here uh, of the YouTube video or the podcast, and we'll get back to you. That's, <laughs> we will get back to you. You might even be featured on a Monday edition of Cavalcade of. So comments. what's this new comment that's bugging? Okay, so the, well, it's not bugging me, but it's going to bug you in a second. So this is from Oscar Peter. They, we did a video called, um, actually, which one was? Yeah, this was the. Um, uh, this was last week's. Yeah, the, the Brotherhood of Man solo. It was yeah. a little bit of quick analysis and reaction to a great Oscar Peterson solo that is not necessarily known as like the greatest Oscar Peterson solo ever. It's just high level op playing like he always pretty much did in terms of what i've heard really fun swinging it was a nice kind of monday vibe oscar peterson solo reaction and analysis so i think we got some good comments i don't really remember i think people enjoyed it but we just got one 14 minutes ago not that we notice things not it's not like you know what do they call it? Uh, lifo we're kind of a lifo operation here have you noticed that <laughs> what does that mean lifo l-i-f-o what is that last in first out oh we are yeah, <laughs> we are. yeah. it's like you know you ever get on those uh Buses at the airport in Europe, like Frankfurt, it's like a remote gate, and you got to yeah. think about: wait, do I want to get in first? And they get stacked in the back, and then when it un or I get in loads, last, 
right. and I'm right by the door. And then, yeah. and then I'm the first on the plane. That's so that's kind of the way we treat comments. Last in, first out. So this is from Big Al, Descended Master. <laughs> let's just, let's, you know what? Let's unpack that name. You know, because. <laughs> that's a big one. <laughs> you're looking I closer. I can't tell if it's Big Al or Big AI, Descended Master. <laughs> big AI would be so much better. I, it be might so be Big awesome. AI. <laughs> this might not be a real person. This might be a bot. Right, this an could be AI. A, oh my god! If this is an AI bot that's commenting <laughs> on our videos, I'm so excited because also it's, it's it's not hostile, but it is a yeah, bit. It's, it's he a, uses the word potty trained, so it's <laughs> sorry, sorry guys. In reference to us, I yeah, think. So this was on which our, I love. That means it's like I'm not old as I thought I was. Yeah. Okay. This is on our our Oscar Peterson solo reaction analysis where he's playing Brotherhood of Man, and yeah. it was a quite a bluesy solo as all of Oscar Peterson solos going to be. Yeah. But a uh, big eye descendant master says, <laughs> "Sorry guys, idiomatic blues playing is simpler than your overcomplicated analysis. Oscar is playing six one two flat three three in E flat with embellishments." Wow, that sounds like an overcomplicated analysis yourself, big AI. <laughs> I was in my late twenties when the jazz educational industrial complex was founded and the blue scale as you employ it was created as part of a curriculum when you were being potty trained when i was being potty trained winthrop Sargent was preparing his book jazz hot and hybrid new york 1946 if you have any interest in the best blues, potty training ever new york 1946 if you have any interest in the blues idiom please take a look it's simpler than you make it okay Let's work our way backwards. Let's let's lifo our way through this comment. It's simpler than you make it. So the blues idiom is simple. We just listened and enjoyed it. But no, it's simpler. Go read a book about it from 1946 called Jazz Hot and Hybrid that probably has, you know, 450 uh, by Win Winthrop Sargent. Now, this may be a great book. I, I apologize that I'm totally ignorant to this book. Do you know anything about this? I have no idea. I'm Googling it now. Well, I've got it pulled up on Amazon and it's available uh, hardcover or paperback. But the, the thing is, like, why do we have to go read a book about the blues to know the blues? That could be interesting. It could be fun. Blues People by Leroy Jones. Amira Bar Bar Baraka is one of my favorite uh, books about jazz and American music, black American music. I think it's a masterpiece. I love reading about blues sure. and the intersection with jazz and all these different things. But I think what we were doing on this was, um, I, I don't wouldn't call it an overly complicated analysis. I mean, we often are, well, it's funny, we're accused of, not going deep enough, not understanding enough, or and just being like too much woo and stank face. So, well, you know. guilty as charged. <laughs> guilty as charged, yeah. But I love how he says it's overly complicated. And then he's like, plays a, I say, and then he says something I don't even understand. Six, one, two, flat three, major three, and E flat with embellishments. Um, and I don't know about nerd, the whole potty train thing. Here's what a nerd I am. I just bought the book. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Bam! <he's, laughs> Amazon, one one click. <laughs> I just want to see what all the hubbub's Did you get the about. paperback or the hardcover? There's only paperbacks. They're only used, and there was a very good copy. No, left. I see a jazz uh, hardcover for nine ninety five right here. I don't know. I didn't get that oh, one. Okay. Amazon.com. Anyway, there you go. Now, the next comment I'd like to highlight. That's so great. Big shout out. Thank you, Big AI. Um, <laughs> uh, this is from, because we're talking about names on YouTube. This person's username is, you know what? The YouTube username thing is not understood well on YouTube. I feel like on Facebook, on Twitter, people understand how it works. Yeah. Instagram, for some reason, YouTube, we, they, there's some there's some funny things like Big AI or whatever, but I don't think people understand. It must be Big Al. It must be, if he was born in the 40s or. Descended mass. Was he descended from the, I don't know. I don't know. But this person's handle, as it were, on YouTube is my account Gmail. <laughs> not 
my account Gmail, but like that's their name. I that's think, their, their yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they had a comment on our just finished from a few minutes ago, seven favorite 90s albums that you referred to. I smashed the like because, well, I liked it. It's just that simple. Thanks, guys. Like your username. It's a simple comment. It's a simple comment, man. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, oh, I got a, a nice one here from, what is this? Uh, Regla, Regla Girl. Is that Regal Regala girl regular I don't know how to say that but uh, so this was on I did a video last week um, called uh, diminished scale triads yeah with Adam Annis that was a fun one and the Mike uh, Brecker situation yeah yeah also all about these like triad shapes oh, we don't have keyboards up uh, <laughs> well-oiled machine all about <laughs> these triad shapes and uh, this must have been their first uh, regular girls first viewing of one of these guided practice sessions I like the repetition after you explain the comments because yeah. that's what the guided practice sessions all about that's right we do one simple thing and then we just practice it in different ways that's why I like them so much absolutely um, and then here's one I love it when folks uh, jump back on a little hidden gem not hidden in terms of it, it's all there on the channel but something that we almost forgot about because we've moved on and that was one of your uh, one of my favorite episodes of yours when you kind of went off the jazz path just a little bit uh, and I'm not talking about the Sade one that was fun too but this is the three iconic clavinet grooves oh yeah that's gotten some nice attention kind of ebbs and flows and then it percolates back up I to know, the consciousness I know, I know, I know. but this is from Bill um, Withers, oh, that's amazing. Bill Grab. So this is what's this is what's interesting. Some people just like like we got people's first names a lot. Don't be afraid to put your name on YouTube as your username. I think that's where people get thrown off. They think they have to come up with something anonymous. Yeah, it's okay. We're not going to chase you down. It's all good. Um, but Bill says Parliament sounds awfully similar to Frank Zappa, or vice versa. Just a little. Yeah, a little button on that. I there. I would be surprised if both of those groups weren't listening to each other in the seventies. That's right. You know, absolutely. Uh, George Higgins says, "Whoa, this is from that same diminished scale triads video." Whoa, thinking about it, like it's the seventh chord plus the tritone sub makes so much sense. Holy crap! So what George is talking about there, this is something we talked about on the podcast about the diminished scale itself. Yes. One of the ways that I like to think about the half whole diminished scale that oftentimes will unlock it for people is descending so if we're c half whole diminish and if you descend that scale what you get is the first four notes of the c mixolydian yes on the way down and then the first four notes of its tritone sub g flat Ooh. g flat seven so you have right. c seven g flat seven yeah so it's like a little contained, a little self-contained tritone sub. And by the way, it's, and it's also eight notes too, which and is it's eight notes. octatonic. But because it's diminished scale, it's also E flat seven, A seven, and it's also G flat seven, C seven, you know, A seven. Yep. Yeah. That's great. And that reminds me, um, and I never thought about it like that, so thank you. But the remember when I showed you or we were we did something together and I was talking about the altered scale. And I said, you know, it's like a diminished half whole scale going up until the third, and then it's a whole tone scale. I remember you were like, wow, I never thought about it like that. And it's like these different ways of first thinking about them, and then when you can apply to how you hear things and then like take other little fragments that you would play over those parts, but you never applied to that particular scale because you hadn't thought about it in that way. It can be really fun. So here's a nice little uh, critique. Uh, this is an old video. This was yeah. actually the first series of solo YouTube videos I did when you were Oh, I know what you're looking road. at. Barry Harris's six diminished scale, the oh. basics. Okay. Uh, and Clint Jones comments. 
It's not that complicated. You just stick a diminished between each inversion of a major or minor six chord, or any chord, just won't fit with the diminished scale anymore. Then you can come up with a harmonic or melodic ideas for the use of that one chord. <laughs> I love what people yeah, say it's not, not that, that complicated. <laughs> that was that was a complicated AF, what you just said, though. Yeah, Clint, not easy breaking stuff down, is it, buddy? <laughs> That's great. I thought you were going to talk about, there was another one that I believe was from your, your OG solo. You'll hear it at the other piano in the studio mm. for basic chord voicings, every jazz musician. Oh, is there really? Know. I love that video. Yeah. He's like, uh, I, I mean, if there was any video that... that um, Shot you up to jazz tutorial YouTube startup. It would probably be that one, wouldn't you say? Uh, that was that got very popular. Yeah. Yeah. That one. So Nicholas says, uh, think it's better if you can get an electric piano connected, so it's easier to see what you're playing. Of course, it won't sound as beautiful as that piano, but nice lesson. This is obviously someone that has only seen that lesson. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I don't want to say is lazy because maybe after they made this comment, first of all, anyone who makes a comment is not lazy. No. Because we love the comments. We love the yeah. comments. But I don't know if you went on a deeper, you might have got sidetracked by some other videos after this point because you would have seen the many videos that Adam has done as you say, connected the electric piano connected to the computer, i.e. MIDI, i.e. light up keyboard, i.e. overhead keyboard, that kind of thing. Peter, do you remember our episode called Getting a Modal Sound on Standards? Getting a Modal? No, never heard of <laughs> if it. If you saw us here in this thumbnail, you'd be like, when was that, 1998? <laughs> uh, Emerson Shyrock just commented, you guys are the car talk of jazz, and I love it. <laughs> Extremely insightful, advanced content delivered with humor. This is Jazz Theory Nirvana. Thank you, Emerson. <laughs> that was really sweet. Thank you, man. Yeah, no, that's good stuff. And that was a recent comment. That was. That's what I'm saying. I love it when these come, come up and it's like, you know. A lot of positive comments on the Fred Hirsch Aprovov video that we launched a few weeks ago. Yes. And then we had some good comments on the live at Open Studio Brazil. This was pre-pandemic um, live stream that we did before we even had fully immersed ourselves in the streaming world out of necessity. And this is always fun when people, you know, discover this. They probably were sent that after watching maybe Homero Lubombo's, uh, one of his recent live streams. Um, because a lot of times that'll kind of recommend that next, but highly recommend that live at Open Studio Brazil edition, it's called. And um, Favos says the band is amazing, amazing how insensitive. I think that's the song, how insensitive, not amazing how insensitive they are. I'm pretty sure that's what he meant. Deep Moticons commented on our Oscar Peterson solo uh, reaction and analysis video. Hearing you guys speak about subjective music as, quote, corny or, quote, great doesn't sit right. You know what, Deep Moticons? Hearing you <laughs> speak of, to our objective right. <laughs> analysis That's of right. subjective music doesn't sit <laughs> right either. But we're not going to end on a no, negative I'm just, note. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, yeah, no, you're not. Um, but, oh, you know what we haven't mentioned, speaking of not sitting right, perhaps, is the video analysis of your video analysis of a video solo of Melissa Aldana. Are we allowed to talk about that? The what? No, we had somebody did a video about your video I know, and we don't need to go deep into it. But big shout out to Andy, I believe his the gentleman's name is a bebop connoisseur, mm. old school of nature, I would imagine, uh, in terms of uh, musical aspirations and lineage. But uh, 
he went to the trouble of making a video about your video and even like stopping as you went and doing an analysis of an analysis. So it's a little bit of an ant on an ant's back in the sun type of situation. It's a little bit of a hat on a hat on a hat. It's the Russian uh, wooden thing. Maybe thing. gone around the bin. But respect for instead of just leaving a comment of making your own damn video. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then maybe we'll go on this because this is one of our actually, I think, artistically greatest videos ever put on this channel. Mm. Um talking about the youtube channel i know we're on the podcast but we're talking about the youtube channel because that's how we do it but we put out a, one of the performances from fred hirsch's uh brand new course for us um thoughts and Ex thoughts and experiments with solo piano and um he did some just amazing i mean he's fred hirsch so you know doing amazing performances is actually what he does the teaching if you haven't um had the pleasure of taking a lesson or seeing a workshop with him it's amazing that's an amazing another facet to him that, that we've learned about i'd heard about it for years from you know sullivan fortner and jason moran and many of the younger generation of players that have studied with him but he just did these amazing performances um many of them rather short like oprah Vob, the great charlie parker bebop blues uh, and we captured him in, I think, some really beautiful video and audio at a fantastic studio on a piano that Fred just loves yep. up in New York. And so we have that video out with a great transcription of it. And folks are really loving that. Uh, Michael says, astonishing in every sense. Friend bring, Fred brings so much to Parker's beautiful blues than I could ever have imagined. And Wade Cottingham says, OMG, the new course from Fred Hirsch is priceless. Incredible resource for playing piano better. Worth 10, no. $100,000 easily. Wow. It's amazing resource. So yeah. I'm so glad that you chose that to go out on, but I do have one more. Okay. That I think it's a little bonus, Jonas, that you're really going to love. Nice. So we did an episode a couple months back called The Seven Greatest Jazz Solos, Asterisks. <laughs> yeah, we always put the asterisk. <laughs> one of them was a, was a Charlie Parker solo from Bird With Strings. Yes. And I don't remember exactly what was said, but I'm sure that the oboe was talked about. Mitch Miller. Big shout out to Mitch Miller. So someone named Michael Griffin said... Love all this, gents, but I think the oboe is important. Having the oboe there to state parts of the melody straight kind of gives the audience the basic melody and then on to Bird to take uh, us on to the journey. I could tell by Peter's body language well, here. I mean, but this is so kind of missing the point, kind of missing the point that we didn't say it, it was more about the not that the oboe isn't needed or welcome, it's the intensity, the volume the obtrusiveness with which the oboe is presented on that recording that we perhaps objected to on the pot, right? I don't remember what was said, but we've said so much about Mitch and the oboe on that album that I can only imagine. It's obtrusive. There's no two ways around There's it. There's no two ways. But he makes a good point that it is a, a juxtaposition that, I, in my opinion, I don't think is needed. I would rather hear Bird play the melody, but yeah. that's just me. Yeah. Cool. Well, we um, have crept our way through a cavalcade of comments once again, and it's always a pleasure. Thank you guys so much for all the, the positive, the negative, and the in-between. We really appreciate anyone taking the time to make a comment. You can leave that on the YouTube channel. You can also leave us a rating or review. We actually have a rating or review. Do you want to hear that? What? But yeah, because well, you know what? We're, what? We're, we're getting back on, and I apologize that we've fallen off this a little bit. We're, you know what? We're recommitting to something. Are you ready for this, Adam? I'm putting it out there live. Okay. So, we if you leave us a rating and a review oh wherever boy. you listen to podcasts. Oh boy. That okay. could be Apple Podcasts. Where else could it be? Uh Google Pod, I don't even know any other podcast. Google platform. Play. Yeah, Google Some Play. Some people listen to that you. if you have an Android or Stitcher, which is an aggregator of podcasts. Um but anyway, That's leave us what that is. Thank yeah. you. Leave us a rating review and we ask for we're greedy. 
I'm not going to lie. We asked for seven stars, if possible. Some of the systems have been limiting us, and we haven't mentioned this in a while. They've been trying to, to stick to this five-star system. So in that case, just do whatever you have to do, but then maybe say seven stars in the comments or something. Yeah, or, or seven emoji stars will work too. That's right. Force know? it. Force, force it in there, <laughs> however you have to do it. But we did get a uh, comment just yesterday on Apple Podcasts yeah. and a review, a rating review. I love it. Um, and this is from Japan, actually, because it says, I'm hearing from Japan. And then the whole review is written in Japanese, in kanji. Love it. Domo arigato gozaimasu for that. And But then it's also translated into English, which is, I really appreciate, uh, Gaku, G-A-K-U. I hope I'm, I hope I'm saying your name correctly, Gaku, uh, from Japan. And uh, they say, I'm hearing in Japan. Honestly, I'm not good at understanding English, but I can continue to listen to the podcast due to interesting story. I also can learn English and jazz, so I'm happy and I'm looking forward to the new episodes. Awesome. So that's so great. Thank you for that. And um, there's one earlier one, too. Seven Stars is the name of this review. They got the message. My favorite podcast about music, it's like sitting in a coffee shop listening to two jazz masters talk about their craft. Well, I mean. It often goes into theory of techniques out of my depth, but in a way that's intriguing <laughs> rather than intimidating. I've also taken classes online from both of them. Hey. And can definitely recommend one over the other. No, they definitely recommend both. Sorry, that would have been funny. <laughs> I actually, definitely I, Peter. I actually prefer the online format because I can rewind, listen again, slow it down, get frustrated, and come back to it later. Give it a shot. Um, this is from Crow's Nest Audio Labs in the U.S. of A. So thank you so much for that. Amazing. That's yeah. so great to hear. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's some more, but we're called noodles and stuff. We're going to do that one next next time how about that that's awesome okay well thanks everybody until thursday you'll hear it soups up 